www.sabscast.com s a b s c a s t.com love and the revolution thank you very much ladies and gentlemen you are listening to sabscast and right now i am in german embassy we have with us mr matthias mayer he is the german ambassador to nepal your excellency welcome to sabscast good morning and welcome I am honored to have you this morning to discuss issues surrounding Nepal German relations in particular and global affairs in general. Yes, I'm very happy that you came here because it gives me a chance uh, to talk about Germany and our friendship with Nepal. How have you been? Oh, great. I I'm here now since 3 years and I feel almost at home here because people are so kind to me uh, to offer me to come to their houses. Uh, to eat with them and to talk about the situation, and so really Nepal is has come to my heart. You'll be going back home after two months. Yeah, that's something which I'm not really um, yet prepared for because I'm still here. Maybe I will come back also, <laughs> not for good, but I will come back from time to time and uh, try to get the contacts with my friends. So, any special plans? You have two months left. So, any special thing that you've thought of in doing the upcoming two months? Besides all this bureaucratic work in my office here, which is terrible. you know i can tell you especially at the end i plan a trip to mustang and i still want to train my muscles a bit to trek in the higher parts of mustang to lomuntang and there is this nice festival of tg and um, i would like to be there for the first time and to participate in that mustang have you been there earlier yes mustang is one part of the country which i like very much uh, besides many others of course uh, but mustang has something unique it's something which is out of the world i have friends there also and whenever i come there i feel a bit also that i'm part of it talking back to nepal and german relationship your excellency as nepal and german have traditional relations historical relations how we are managing and making this relations fruitful for both the countries as you correctly mentioned uh the next year 2018 we have 60 years of taking up diplomatic relations but our relationship of course is very much longer and when the british say 200 years now i can at least say 150 years we are coming close because the first german who arrived here was a prince from prussia prince waldemar of prussia mm -hmm. and he came here on a mission to kathmandu he was received well received in 1844 and he was enthusiastic he saw so many things the nature was uh, something which he really described uh, in a way which i really try to find because here for the time being nature is under pressure i find i mean because of the global warming and uh, natural disasters here as the earthquake and i have really a strong feeling for the people of nepal that all these uh, problems uh, should be addressed in a way that there would be solutions and germany of course is trying to do its best to help nepal to overcome uh, all those problems they face now and we just had a visitor here uh, the vice president of the german bundestag the parliament and she also was fully committed that Nepal should raise its voice also internationally to say well you can see in the Himalayas and the high mountains how the effects of the global warming are and you are threatened here but others also 
And she mentioned one thing which is interesting. She said, why don't you invite Mr. Trump, oh. US president, to come here? Mm -hmm. Because he will see then what is happening when the global warming is going on. And that was a very good suggestion. I fully support <laughs> that. <laughs> Talking about Britain, as Britain already announced to out of the Eurozone, do you think it will impact Germany and Nepal in terms of economic and political relations? Of course, we are not very happy with the Brexit. Uh, we like the British and we would like to have them as close as possible because we have lots of economic, social links with them. Personally, I like to travel there very often and I hope there is no, no problem in future for that. Uh, we try to help the, hold the borders open. And with regard to Nepal, I think there will not be a big uh, difference from before. Um, the aid money coming in to uh, Nepal from the EU in general will for the first time, let's say, period until 2020 not be targeted. It will be the same amount as before. And then afterwards, I think it is not that we really will cut because of the Brexit. I cannot imagine that. Brit uh, German will be strong with Nepal and will always support it. Well, uh, Your Excellency, as Nepal is already a federal democratic republic of Nepal, what will be your prescriptions in dealing with new issues in governments? Do you think Nepal can move ahead to materialize federal structure by holding elections coming soon? Yes. Uh, the constitution is, has to be welcomed. It's a very good constitution, and we have uh, gone through it, and we have found out that it's one of the most progressive in South Asia, if not in Asia in general. Um, people have to get used to it. Some people think they are not really represented in it. They should have more rights and more support. Um, I think it is a matter of um, communication to people. So government has to be appealed that they should do more to make this constitution and the rights, the constitutional rights for many parts of the society, for the women, for the Dalits, for the Janjatis, mm. for Madeshis, they should make these rights more public to, to the people. Mm -hmm. And then there should be no misunderstanding. Germany would like to support this, and we do already, with uh, giving expertise, training, uh, for, for example, to the judiciary. So we invite judges to come to Germany, other judges coming here, and we try to intensify all the programs to help Nepal um, to um, find a way to implement this new constitution with regard to federal system. Mm -hmm. It is not easy because, um, as I understand, many people fear that they might be separated from one another. Mm -hmm. If there's a province and you live in province two or five or three, then you will be split from your neighbor. And that is not true. I mean, also in Germany, we have uh, these kind of federal uh, boundaries and nobody is, uh, is split. I mean, we always can travel the same way. The only thing is administrative-wise, you are closer uh, to the capital of the province than if you would have to go to Kathmandu. So people should be happy not to travel to Kathmandu for doing their business, but to do it on the, on the place where they live. And I think this is a big advantage for, for many people. Mm -hmm. What should be done more is to uh, give possibly more shape uh, to autonomous um, let's say status to some areas that is not quite clear in my eyes maybe I, I mean it misunderstood but there are some regions where people would like to have a kind of autonomous status mm -hmm. and that should be elaborated by commissions or whatsoever and that they see, feel that they can have their own language their own cultural approach and, and that they feel completely free in that area this is something which belongs to federalism but has to be elaborated so people fear that they will uh, get separated, but it's not true. As you said, Your Excellency, it's not easy, but you think like it will unite people more. 
Yes, exactly. It should unite. I mean, this is the aim of it. And I think nobody here in Nepal has the idea or the willingness to, to split people. It, it, it is completely different. It should be that people are attracted more by it, that they say, well, now I have the right to appeal. I have the right to go to my administration, which is closer now. And it's, it should be, a, 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 for them, it should be a better life in a way. And, and people have to understand that better life and we have to understand that your excellency as ldc that's least developed country what do you think what nepal needs to learn from europe as a whole and germany in particular to improve economy and governance yeah that's not an easy question to answer because it's a long way you know germany has not come to this kind of uh, development uh, in, in, in a very short time, but we had time enough. We had two world wars. Uh, we had to rebuild our, our um, economic power, our industrial um, uh, uh, power, and, and that took time. And here also for, for um, Nepal, you should be tolerant, you should be um, waiting, uh, but the conditions for improving uh, investments, for at at attracting investments here, should be uh, much better still. Because when I look at my German uh, fellows who come here, um, unfortunately, I don't have the feeling that they say, well, this is a country where I can invest quickly. Mm. Um, a lot of structures have to be um, um, changed with regard to judiciary system uh, to give some, uh, let's say, um, security for people who invest here, that the money is not lost when they have a problem. Um, the other thing is the infrastructure. I mean, when you look to the infrastructure in general, the airport, for example, when you come here at mm -hmm. the very beginning, you are shocked, I tell you frankly, mm -hmm. because this is kind of chaos. Right. I, I was there last Friday with friends taking them up. There were five flights coming at the same time, and there was no order, no organization at all. You could not find out where your luggage arrived, and it was terrible, I have to tell you frankly. And, and this is in, in play. And I have to see the people coming from outside. When they see this as first impression, it is not difficult to explain to them you can invest quickly. So first is airport. Then the, the roads must be improved. Mm -hmm. If I want to go, let's say, to, to the southern part, to Terai, from here, I have first to get out of the city. That takes me sometimes one hour, you know, get out of the Kathmandu Valley because the roads are so bad. So many trucks there, so many buses, it's impossible to do that. And then what has improved, I have to say some positive words, is the electricity situation. Mm. Because power cuts nowadays are not there anymore. And thanks to the head of, yes, of the NEA and also the, um, the Minister of Energy, something has changed uh, um, visibly. Mm -hmm. And that is positive. But before it was also a big problem with the power cuts. Um, so slowly, slowly things are going in the right direction. But... The most important, I'll tell you frankly, is the political stability. Mm. Nepal needs political stability. You should not have uh, governments from some month for some months only. In Germany, we have four years, and uh, Nepal should have also four years uh, governments. St stable governments. Stable governments. And then you can apply to somebody. You know, if I want to make a deal with the Minister of Tourism, for example, and I know exactly he's in place only for four or five months, it is very difficult for me to make a deal because there will be another one, he has other ideas, so it's not possible. Mm. So you can only deal on a way, in a way that there is trust with the relations if people are in their offices for at least four years. Mm. And, and this is something which we um, regret very much because uh, it should be uh, improving. As you mentioned about the chaos when you come to airport and see the road outside, tell us your first impression when you landed in Kathmandu Valley in our international airport. Tell us the impression at the time. Yeah, when was, was that? Yeah, that was in July 2014. 
the first time, but I was here before, a long time before, 1979, and so I, I saw it from before. But, you know, that t day when I arrived here, I could see the whole of the mountain range mm -hmm. at that time, the white peaks, and it was marvelous. I said, well, this is just the place I wanted to go. <laughs> but when I arrive now, I have to say, mm -hmm. almost no day there is any view on, on one of the mountains. I mean, there is a difference from within three years, and I can't explain how it is, but it, it must be the air pollution from different sources. Yeah. And that had, has to be, um, uh, find a solution for it, to, to clear it, the air and to, to make the mountains visible again for, for tourists or for people like me. Mm. <laughs> well, let's talk about the financial and technical support. As you mentioned earlier about 2020, Your Excellency, we would like to know, is there any possibility that Germany can support Nepal by giving additional financial and technical support to graduate by 2022 from this LDC status? Um, let's be frank. I think money is not the solution for Nepal. I mean, of course, we want to continue and give money, but the most important thing for the development is to develop the uh, minds of the people. That means training people, basic training for um, skills uh, in which you need in the daily life to build up construction, construction workers, um, uh, masons, uh, carpenters, painters, all these kind of basic business, you should have that here in order to, to create an infrastructure where you say, well, this is something to develop later on. And so I think um, there should be much more emphasis in future, not only on the money coming in, but on trying to get the people um, trained and developed so that they say they can do something out of their own life. And we um, in Germany have done that by promoting private business also. Private business is something which is very important, is the backbone of our economy, and especially medium range uh, business. And this has to be developed much more in your country. It's not the money coming in and getting more to be richer, but it's getting the quality um, of people in their professional lives uh, improve this quality. And, and, and this is what we should do more in the future from German side. Let's be frank. <laughs> because honesty, do you think honesty is the biggest wealth a person can ever possess? Yes. I think it is his own education, his own way of uh, seeing the society and to developing society, which is the most important. You can see rich people in the world mm -hmm. and you see they are completely stupid. And you can see people which are not so, who are not so rich, but they have developed something for their own and they make great, great contributions to, 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 the, to the country. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mean. Let's talk about higher studies uh, for Nepali students in Germany. Your Excellency, how Germany is supporting Nepal in terms of cultural and bilateral relations as Germany is a favorite country for Nepali students for higher studies? Yeah, that's right. Many people want to go to Germany. There's a trend now, by the way, that people who want to go there, they can do it language, English language-led um, uh, courses there in Germany. Uh, not courses, but English language um, um, studies. And that is much easier because m many people, they are shy to learn German. Though I can frankly say to your audience that German is not difficult. You know, it's much easier than Nepali in my eyes. <laughs> really? Let me learn a few words. From German? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I say, hello, wie geht es Ihnen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. You can repeat easily. Um, and people are shy because they think it's a difficult language, but in, in fact, it's not so difficult. So I will really appeal to people to learn German, and then they can go to Germany. We give them the visa, and they get also scholarships. And we have... 
around, I'm not sure now, but at least 50 or so the, in the year. Mm -hmm. So it could be more, of course, but depends on the quality of the students also. We don't take everybody, but we want to have the most qualified. So many audience around the globe listening to our conversation, many might have tried from Nepal uh, to go to Germany, but if they say it's very tough, uh, we're not getting visa, what would you like to tell them? No, the visa is not a problem. You know, I tell you among ourselves that only, let's say, five to ten percent are rejected. And it's not because they are not talented or they are not um, um, capable to make the trip, you know, on a financial basis, but it's because um, we don't want to have people only to, to stay for good in our country, but we want to have them a bridge from, from Nepal to Germany and, and, and back. So all those people who give us the impression that they want to give this, make this bridge, they are very welcome because they can learn our society, they can stay in Germany and they will come back then and bring those, that what they have learned to, to Nepal and not stay there for, for good because, I mean, this is not helpful for Nepal. Talking about uh, German NGOs working in Nepal, mm -hmm. Your Excellency, how do you see the role of German NGOs working in Nepal? The role is very important. I can just tell you a figure which might be of interest for you. Uh, after the earthquake, the private um, uh, donations uh, coming to the country were 116 million euros, 116 million, whereas the public was only 38 million. So it was three times what we gave as a government coming from private sources from Germany. And this is all done by NGOs, by foundations, by people who spend time here, uh, doctors, um, whatever uh, who came here. And um, they make a great job to the, give it to the country. The problem is sometimes, and I have to tell you this also quite frankly, that um, they are not at ease with bureaucratic structures. Uh, sometimes they want to do something good, mm -hmm. but they have to um, contact so many different uh, institutions here before they get the permission mm -hmm. that they lose interest. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want uh, them, of course, to do it as quickly as possible, and from person to person, from school to school, from hospital to hospital, which is the most efficient, and not going through any many other sources. But um, there is this constant, let's say, um, conflict or fight with, with government authorities um, that this is not possible. Um, of course, I understand that the country has an interest to streamline all these sources coming from outside. Uh, but on the other hand, you have to make a kind of... Um, uh, uh, you have to weigh uh, what is more important for you. Do you want to make it easy for the people or do you want to make it uh, difficult? And if you want to make it easy, then leave them in. I mean, I have never heard anything that they did something against mm -hmm. uh, any um, regulations here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we would like to know more about you, your personal mm -hmm. life and your career. Your Excellency, why did you initially choose to join the Foreign Service and what were your years before, like, ambassadorship like? You know, before I studied law, I'm a lawyer by profession, and um, that is not a very fascinating job, I tell you, thank you. <laughs> I dream to be a lawyer. Yeah, okay. For some people it's good because they have their own constituency and they know where they live, they have their own security. But for me, I was always challenged by um, the world outside of Hamburg. I come from Hamburg, mm -hmm. and um, I like, used to travel. I did it for one year. I went to India and East Asia also, and I went, went there for a long time, and I got many friends, and then I met somebody who was working for the Foreign Office. And I said, well, if you like to do this, why don't you apply and appeal for a job in the Foreign Office? And so it came to my mind, mm -hmm. that was, by the way, in the so-called Bombay at the time, now it's Mumbai, okay. and I applied from there, and then I was um, participating in, in, the, in, the, in the test and 
though I didn't think it would be very easy to pass, I passed. And um, since then, I have, there was no question, of course, that I will do it. And Nepal is the sixth country as an ambassador. Exactly, yes. It's the sixth country. I never knew that I would be so many ambassadorial posts. But it was, for my life, it's very important because when you're ambassador, you have a certain voice also. You have a voice um, to bring your country into the knowledge of the country where you host, uh, are hosted and uh, to give the people a feeling what could be um, the, 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 the positive impacts of a relationship with Germany. Mm -hmm. And there are many, of course. And I find in all the countries I have been, I find some roots of German uh, friendship. And uh, here, especially in Nepal, I find so many roots. Wherever I go, there's any friendship society, there is a school um, where we was, uh, people from the school went to Germany also and had an exchange with a German school. Everywhere where I go, it is the case. And uh, so I'm very happy that here also at the end of my professional life, I really am uh, completely filled with joy about this kind of relationship with my country. We're so happy hearing that. Your Excellency, what, in what ways is a career in the Foreign Service different from a nine-to-five job? I mean, you're a bit far off, if you're abroad, far off from the um, headquarters. And so you have more chances to shape um, the uh, profession, to, to do what you would like to do. For example, in, in Nepal, if you don't have too many economic activities, you can go to the cultural um, heritage side, what I did here very much. So I'm interested in that, so I penetrated into the culture um, um, hist cultural history of the country. Um, then I found out what we can do after the devastating earthquake. Um, we had to address, um, to uh, build up some of the temples. So the first temple which was restored is by Germany. Nobody knows that, but I tell you now. It is in Changunarian, which is the oldest temple complex in the country. We restored the Kilishwar temple. Um, it is a smaller temple, but it's a very beautiful one. And whenever I came there, I said, well, this is so sad that I see the temple so much um, um, devastated. So we have to do. And uh, we finished it last year. And now we start with the next temple there. It's the Lakshmi Narayan temple. Mm -hmm. And also a very beautiful one, which is completely uh, collapsed. And I hope that until the end of the year, it will be erected again. And um, I would like to come again and see it. And the people, when I look into their eyes and I see how happy they are, then I feel also with, with happiness. <laughs> Tell us about uh, your, your life here, almost three, three years yeah. in, a, in Nepal. I mean, three years is quickly done. Um, the, 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 at the very beginning, it was only joyful. But then it happened, this happened, uh, the earthquake and uh, since the earthquake, everything has changed a bit, I think. The mentality has changed. The people are um, traumatized. Um, they have to build up a new existence. Sometimes they have lost everything, the houses and so. And so we had to shift from these kind of um, normal bilateral relationships to humanitarian aid very much. And we started uh, from May and June uh, 2015 on uh, merely uh, on, 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 on helping people. And uh, there were lots of institutions coming here. Our government uh, was uh, doing a lot of activities in the health sector, uh, in the um, uh, electricity sector, transmission of, of uh, electricity, and also in the infrastructure in general. So I can say that um, I was impressed by 
the cooperation between Nepalese people and, and the Germans who came here because they showed that this is possible to, to do something which has not been there before and to restart something uh, into a new life uh, for, for many people. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, I have a very positive um, perspective for the future and I hope my successor he will be happy to take over in a more fortunate time. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking back, all, only a few more months, two more months, you'll be going back to your home country. Yeah. What uh, one thing that you would like to tell us that you gave to our country, your contribution, mm -hmm. that we would remember forever? Mm -hmm. I think what we have done is something which to the daily life of the people has had a, a great impact. So you cannot see it, but the, when you talk to the people, you find out that they say, well, he has built up our school, mm -hmm. he has built up our hospital. Mm -hmm. I go to um, inaugurate some of these first aid stations, or we have 38 stations in different parts, you know, in, in Langtang area, in, in uh, Dading, and in many parts of the country, Tunubakot, Basuba. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, then I see that something has been reached and that is something we have done. And the other thing is, of course, the cultural part. As I told you, the temples in Changunarian, and so that is something I have done personally. I have been very insisting that we have to do something, and you can see. Mm -hmm. So what are your upcoming plans? My upcoming plans is to, to go also uh, to places where I have been and new places, and to find out maybe by private engagement, commitment, to do to help people also in, in, in their situations and maybe I will find through uh, looking around because I have not no fixed idea now it could be something which I have not yet been aware of before and it sometimes it's suddenly it's there and I will do that then as an ambassador this is your sixth country if we were to like compare all the six countries how is Nepal very different from the other five yeah it's so different you know it's because the other countries I have been were always flat <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I'm in the mountains and I come from a very flat country. Mm. Also, Hamburg is so flat you can see until the end of the earth, you, you think. Um, so that's the first thing which is different here. Um, and, um, and with regard to the political situation, it is more complicated, I would say, than many other countries because uh, if you have countries with a clear central line, it's easy because you have to address to somebody and everything is then regulated. But here you have to deal with many persons, difficult, uh, different mm. persons. And um, it's not, it has not always been so easy to work mm -hmm. um, professionally. But um, besides that, I mean, as I told you, I go around and I, I look at people, I ask them things, and I'm always um, involved in, in the daily life here. And I think this is the most fascinating and the most positive impression. Looking at artists, for example, how they do their business here, Pauber art in, 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 in Bakarapur is a very beautiful art. Mm. Um, so they try to combine the old traditions with their new ideas. And I'm really fascinated by these um, artists doing this. And so many other things, also the wood carving people in, in, in Bungamati, um, beautiful work they do there. You can stay there for hours and look at them, how they work. And maybe... I mean, in another life, maybe it will be also. <laughs> <laughs> another life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're very fascinated by the natural beauty here, the yes. artist. Yes. So tell us your gateway whenever you used to feel very tensed. Yes. Your gateway. My gateway, I mean, when you look at my residence here, you will think that it's a gateway because it's a, a, a nice garden, beautiful garden with old trees in the center of the city. And I invite many friends here. And so that is gateway. I mean, when I go out of my office, I go to the, to the residence, to the garden, and it's, it's beautiful. But other parts are, of course, if you go to Nagakot, for example, if you go out for, uh, at the weekends, beautiful views also. You 
trek to from Nagakot to Changonarian. You go through the valleys of Sangu and so it's a beautiful area. There's a German hospital, by the way, also. Mm. And <laughs> everywhere you find some German steps. And, and, and that is what I like, you know, just to go out and, and find um, contacts with people. In your tenure, what do you think was the biggest challenge? You tried a level burst, but mm. you could not, uh, you know, pass that. Yeah, the biggest challenge, of course, was the earthquake. Mm. And um, the earthquake was a real challenge for everybody because we had many tourists coming from the mountains. They had no flight back and everything was up and down and we had to help them. So that was really something where day and night, you can say, we, we had to work and it was for three weeks, four weeks until we can solve all that. That was really a big, big challenge for all of us, for the whole embassy. Um, besides that, challenges are always in a way uh, to be handled and you forget them quickly. Uh, I mean the negative aspects on that. But the positive, there are so many here, and um, I'm always looking into that only, and the negative I have forgotten almost. <laughs> <laughs> what is your mantra, Excellency? What is your mantra for being so positive and so successful and always so joyful? I think you should be um, infected by, the, by people. But because many people here have the same attitude, they are, though they are not always in the, in the very good situation, they are poor sometimes, they have their problems in their daily life, um, but they have something when you see that sees you that, that something positive is coming from them, and then you are infected by that, and you are mm -hmm. also positive. So it's in my my internal um, life also that I'm positive. But people have inspired me also. That's nice. Have you ever tried uh, the local food here? Of course, every day I do. Every day? Yes, yes, Which I one do. is a favorite? <laughs> I eat momos. I like momos very much in all different kinds and uh, different ways of preparing them also. And then, of course, all dalbat, you have a lot of kinds of dalbat. So I, I like to have this potato with jira, what you, how do you call it? Jiralu. Yeah, jiralu, yes. <laughs> this is, you know, I like it very much because I like the spice. Oh. And there are many other spices. And then I try to find out what is the best and I used to use it for my own. And Nepali music? Music is also very nice. You can uh, drive by car and you have the music and you can uh, really chant, uh, sing with them. It's also very nice. Do you remember any Nepali song that you like? Um, it's, it's so many, I cannot really tell you one, but whenever I hear music, I know exactly I've heard it and I can sing it. But I don't, I don't know the words also, you know, that is my problem. Mm. Sometimes Nepali, Nepali, you know, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, German music, German food and the whole country, Germany? We would like to know more about that. Oh, you can have different ones. I mean, Schweinshaxe, for example, is something from a, from a pork, the back part. You get a big portion like this. It's um, either boiled or you can uh, also um, bake it. And it's, it's beautiful. And German song, oh, I have not been to Germany for a long time. I don't know the new songs. But, uh, I mean, there are many others um, from before, which I know. And in Frühtau zu Berge, for example, you know, in the morning when you go to the mountains, and that was something which combines us with Himalaya, no? <laughs> because we have also some mountains in the mm. south. Frühtau zu Berge, wir ziehen Fallera. What does that mean? Um, Would you translate, please? We, yeah, we will go, you know, in the morning we will go uh, together into the mountains. And we are happy and we, are, we, are, we want to have a nice day together. We are almost coming to the end of our podcast. In the end, Your Excellency, as you know that on, the, on 5th May to 7th May, mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a special program in Cologne, Germany. Yeah. It's the 50th anniversary of German-Nepal Friendship Association. Mm -hmm. And it's 28th Nepal Day and 20th NGO Conference. Yes. Would you like to tell us more on that? 
Yeah, I think it's something which has been accustomed since long time now, uh, especially in Cologne, and uh, we are, have a close link with um, Mr. Tapa there, our or your consul uh, general, um, and uh, he's a very nice man, and he tries to uh, bring all the people dealing with Nepal together once a year. And there are many of my predecessors also coming there, uh, many people who like Nepal, who have a close link, who are married to Nepalese or have any links to them. And um, this is a very great event, I would say. I'm very sorry that this year I will not be in a position because I'm just before I leave here, I cannot leave again. But maybe in future I will be the one who always be there and stimulate and be happy with, with, with all the others. I would like to give them best wishes, wish them a lot of uh, fortune and, and good luck for the future and hope that they will be the best bridge for, for our friendship between uh, Nepal and Germany. www.sabscast.com S-A-B-S-C-A-S-T dot com Love and the Revolution